This reporter places the blame for all of this squarely on you, the viewers. Uh, would you say we'd be venturing into a zone of danger? It doesn't matter what you think! You're listening to the Our Take Podcast with Brian Sherman. He had a full head, you know, all the way till the end. It was white, and I was hoping to get that. I was hoping to get, like, the full head, and uh, it was really hard to cut it off. And Spencer Rogers. To be a good pilot, you have to be able to make good decisions, and I know what my credit score is, so I know I don't make good decisions. This is the Our Take Podcast. From Scary Parrot Media Studios in Ogden, Utah, it's the Our Take Podcast. I'm Brian. I... Spencer. It is April the 13th. Is it already? Oh, yep. crap. <laughs> yeah, taxes. I finished mine yesterday. Oh, man. I was on the phone with my HR at my old job uh-huh. for like 40 minutes trying to get logged in so I could get my W-2. Ugh. Um, I want to do my taxes. I always end up owing. Yeah. I don't know why. But... I'm not getting much back. I was a little pissed. But Whoa, what do you expect that's... from fake tax cuts? Yeah. Um... Anyway, it's episode 50. 50. Congratulations. We turned 50 today. Yeah. So this will be the last episode. (laughs) (laughs) No, I'm just kidding. So April 13th, on this day in history, in 1919. Good year. So 100 years ago. Yeah. Exactly. Right before the Roaring Twenties. British troops massacre around 400 unarmed civilians in India. Nice. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I looked into this guy. Brigadier General Reginald Dyer ordered his men to shoot into the crowd in his own words, quote, to punish the Indians for disobedience. The Indian independence movement grew considerably after the Amritsar Massacre. Wow. Yeah. Couldn't find anything brighter and cheerier today, huh? (laughs) He was exiled back to England, oh. where a conservative group of people gave him like a million dollars in today's money. Wow. Dead serious. <laughs> Way to kill those Indians. Yeah. Good yeah. job, man. What a oh, dick. Oh, jeez. <laughs> so, speaking of people being dicks. Yeah. Um, you don't have a truck. I don't have a truck. You've driven a truck. You know, whenever you whenever you load the back of a truck, what are you supposed to do? You strap it down. Cover your freaking load, right? You got to cover that you load. Cover. You got to strap on your mother load. Yeah. All right. So remember, like four episodes ago, how I said I'm cursed with tire problems. Yeah. Yeah. So there I was, uh, driving down the interstate in the uh, express lane, uh, when uh, out of nowhere a piece of furniture appears. And I don't know, furniture. I don't know what it was. I just know it was wood, and I. That's, it, I swear it materialized right in front of me. <laughs> like I don't know where it came the, from. Someone's testing a a wormhole. Yeah. right now. Right, and they just threw a two by four through it. <laughs> yeah. So I hit it hard. Yeah. Uh, and uh, my tire popped, yeah. and uh, luckily I actually got off the exit, and uh, I had to change it to my spare. What um, day was this? Was it snowing? It was Thursday. No, it was, so Thursday. It was okay. Thursday night or Thursday evening on my way oh, home. Oh, okay. Gotcha. Um, Were you paying? Was your toll on? Yeah. Okay. I just want to make sure it wasn't karma. No, I, I never, <laughs> I never, I don't even cross the line. No. All right? I you don't. You do not cross the double white line. I don't cross the double white line. Yeah. Bullcrap. Yeah. I, I should have not been in it at that point anyway because I was like, I don't really need to be in it, but I didn't feel like moving. I Anyway, so I get shaking irate when someone crosses the double white line. <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
I I want to call up the 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 highway patrol and be like, hey, there's a drunk driver. Can he crossed you the double do white. anything? <laughs> can you? I swear they don't. I swear it's like they come out once a month and do speed traps. Yeah, and that's it. I don't know what Wait. the highway patrol is doing the rest of the time. <laughs> They're waiting for shootings in Salt Lake. I guess. Uh, no, I did see the other day. It was just poetic justice. Yeah, it was one of those times Finally. when a douche was like flying in between lanes. It's like uh-huh. five o'clock, so pretty heavy traffic, you know. Right. And maybe five minutes later, I see him getting pulled over, oh, and I good. was like, "Yes, good." Because I was laughing. My mantra has kind of been like, "There's no justice on <laughs> yeah. the interstate." I was laughing maniacally. It was just no justice. Yeah. Yeah. None. Anyway, I'm sorry. Um, I well, that's not where it ends. So I was like, "Okay, these are my front tires that I needed to change anyway." Great. Oh, because you just changed two. Yeah, luckily. Yeah. Luckily, I changed the back, not the front, so it's fine. So I, uh, it, by this point, all, most of the tire shops are closed. So I, I go home, you know, slow because I can't take the interstate on a spare. Yeah. Um, and um, later on, I look at my rim and I realize the rim is bent. Oh. And so I hit it with such veracity yeah. that it bent my rim. And then I Googled how much a new Honda rim costs. No, no, no. Yeah. It's 500 bucks. No, you got to go to Junkyard. Well, I actually found a place uh, that repairs them. Oh, okay. It wasn't that bad of a bend, That's so better. they were able to repair it for $100. That's good. Um, now, nobody has the tires that I need. <laughs> Come on. Like, not in stock? Yeah. So I have to wait till Monday. There's like... You I got you got big O, you I got Les Schwab, no, none you of got them, discount. None of them, none of them have my tires. That's ridiculous. So I need, um, and it's a Honda. It's yeah, not like I it's know, a right? Ferrari. Uh, yeah. Um, so Monday I get the tires, hopefully, and you know, discount. I like discount, sure. but they led me on a wild goose chase on Friday. They had me go to three different places. They're like, oh, they don't, we don't have it here, but they have it, and like they told you they had it so you yeah, drove and there. then I, the one the one that has it is like yeah we have them but they should have called because they're actually reserved for an oh, appointment tomorrow i was like oh, all right i want to talk to your manager well <laughs> what what am i going to do you know it's I know. Like whatever so they're going to bring some up for me on on monday but so, uh i just me and tires man yeah. i don't i i don't know the same thing happened to ashley like i don't know a little over a year ago maybe longer mm-hmm. she was coming home late at night from salt lake right. and hit like a 4 by 4 that was in the road, and it it didn't just bend the rim; mm-hmm. it broke it like really. It separated the outside oh. from the inside. It was completely broken. Jeez. So the tire was still on, but it was popped, mm-hmm. right, obviously. Mm-hmm. So it, like when I went to Les Schwab, they took the tire off, and the the rim just fell apart. <laughs> and so I went to pick it up, and they're like, "This is amazing. We've never seen anything." I'm like, "Well, you guys can keep it. <laughs> Hang it on the wall. You know, it's a trophy." But yeah, I I looked up Toyota rims, right, and it was like. Three four hundred. I went to South Bountiful Auto, right? Wrecking Yard, seventy bucks. Yeah, yeah. That's Same what I rim. would have. What's what I would have done? Yeah. You know, it's like what a ripoff. You can almost buy a whole new set of rims for five hundred dollars. I think you can actually yeah. all four. Yeah. Um. So I don't know. It's not like they're better than any of the other rims out right. there. It's just got the and we got that giant tear apart down in on Redwood. Oh yeah. You ever been there? Um. No. You, you pay like a like a dollar or something to get in, uh-huh. and then you pay by the weight. Oh, so you, you can just cool. walk down the aisles, find anything you want. <laughs> what is that? It's the cat. cat. The cat oh, is cat. needing the sharpening your nails. Yeah, on the the carpet. Uh, anyway, you go walk the lot and just yeah, and you pay by weight. Huh. Well, kind of cool. Go. Yeah. Um, 
So yeah, that's my 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 latest car drama. So I'm still on my spare. Can't really go anywhere. You yeah. know, like long, far away. Yeah. I had to miss work on Friday, which I don't know, whatever. But I've been working extra hours so that I can, because uh, my vacation doesn't come in till after my tornado trip. Ah. So I just wasted eight of the hours that I've been working extra and over Oh, for. like you, you haven't accrued enough time? Yeah. Ah. So that kind of pisses me off. <laughs> Does your work let you borrow against future? Um, I was... I don't know. My job th- lets me. I think that you can borrow. I against- think that we could under the radar. <laughs> yeah, you know because m- my vacation, I I should get it because they don't they you start accruing it after six months, but you don't get it till after a year. Okay, which whatever. But um, I don't get it till the twelfth of May, and I'm leaving on the twenty sixth through the third of the twenty sixth of oh. April to the third of May. So it's like one one week out, right? And I I kind of want to ask my boss, hey, can we just like, just yeah. just just be cool, man. Yeah. But I also don't want to waste all my vacation on that one week. Right. I want to use it sparingly so I can take yeah. more weekend trips. But yeah, my job lets me borrow against future PTO. But yeah. if I quit or get fired, I literally I have to pay them money. That's uh, for the time missed. <laughs> Harmons. <laughs> oh man, they do that. They let you borrow up to. I can't remember. I think it was like. 10 or 20 hours oh man and i did it before i left and because i because <laughs> we my had my friend ask she's like so what happens if if we do this and like well we just take the loss i was like hmm. interesting <laughs> <laughs> oh, why are you asking no reason <laughs> i was just curious you know so yeah i did i i was like oh, i'm just gonna use uh some vacation today and uh yeah <laughs> <laughs> I don't oh, care. Stick awesome. it to the man. Yeah. Man. I feel good right now. I think it's because of that airborne. Oh, good. Yeah. yeah. Uh, are, are we going to get sick? I don't know. What don't, kind of sick is your daughter? So she woke up like it. First of all, she like almost never sleeps in our bed. Okay. You know, but Danny came over last night. <laughs> he is scary. and So we all slept in the bed together. <laughs> <laughs> Danny came over last night. So Ashley just uh, was watching uh, Bubble Guppies. With Quinn in, in the bed. I don't know what that is, but it's a okay. cartoon. All right. And uh, they both fell asleep. So when Danny left, I went up there. I was like, ah, I'll just sleep. You know what I mean? So I just got in bed. Mm-hmm. And about 4 o'clock in the morning, I wake up to her gagging and throwing up. In the bed? In the bed. Oh. It wasn't a lot. Gross. Like, she didn't have anything in her stomach. Uh-huh. And, you know, so but you feel bad, and you're, you're trying to figure out. We give her a little, like, half a Tums. Uh-huh. And... 15 minutes later, she throws up again. And she was throwing up every 15 minutes to half an hour. And for like, like it's six o'clock. We were like, okay, we're going to take her to Instacare as soon as it opens, you know? Uh And then I was like, man, I think we should go to the ER. But this is, she didn't have a fever. She wasn't complaining. She was just throwing up, just like dry heaving. Hmm. So anyway, we took her to Instacare when it opened. Mm -hmm. And the doctor's like, she's fine. It looks like she's just a. A weird bug that's been going around. Yeah. So, Great. but anyway, I took some airborne just in case. Cool. Well, I'll make sure to pounce vitamin C. I mean, when you I just saw home. her now. She yeah, feels she fine. She feels pretty. She feels a lot better. Um, so, like she was so tired though. Uh-huh. She was falling asleep like mid gag, mid mid heave. <laughs> you know? I, have I ever done that before? Well, no, but I've had the barf and then uh, turn oh, yeah. around and uh, <laughs> I've passed out from that. Really? Yeah. So, I 
I turned around. <laughs> you know, actually, no, I was on the toilet. Uh huh. Sick. You know, I think yeah. I had food poisoning or something. And while I was on the toilet, I felt a throw up coming. Oh man, that so I sucks. Sna- I snagged the can. Uh huh. And heaved. And the next thing I know is I hear like a. <laughs> Bri, are you are you okay? And it's my dad. Uh-huh. And I was laying back against the tank <laughs> with like one leg out. And the garbage can had rolled away. What a way to go, man. <laughs> I, I totally passed out. <laughs> it must not have been for long because my dad I came and asked. pulled a John Wayne, man. Yeah, he's like, you okay? I'm like, no, I'm not. I think I just passed out. <laughs> I vagled. <laughs> to take us back to the vagal story. Oh, uh, one time uh, when I was, uh, I probably was 16 when I was working uh, at a grocery store, and I just freaking went to the bathroom and just freaking blew. Yeah. I don't remember why, but it was hard. And um, I came out, and um, like 30 minutes later, the all the old lady, because it was all a bunch of old lady cashiers, they were like, what is wrong with you? Do you have measles? <laughs> measles? Yeah. I uh, And I looked in the mirror, and my face was just covered in red dots, like, all over the place. That's crazy. And I'm like, what? So, they, you know, because they come from a measles age, you know. Well, right. The, the age we're you getting, have polio. The age we're getting <laughs> back into right now. But, no kidding, man. This is ridiculous. Um, and so they had me, my mom came pick me and picked me up and took me to the doctor, and they had me going through, like, the back way. <laughs> and the doctor was like, no, you just threw up so hard that you burst all the blood vessels in your face that's crazy yeah <laughs> dude that is hard like i know. i i've never even had the nose come out the nose oh i don't think i have either Quinn had that happen this actually morning. well so last night i had have you ever had acid reflux in the in the middle of the night yeah we thought it was reflux when we first woke up like and like yeah. the kind where something comes up and it feels like there's a literally like a piece of yes you got a piece acid, of burger <laughs> yeah like burning it's like <laughs> eating through your tongue yeah oh I hate that and that happened to me last night and it was it was awful that's what I get for having Indian food on top of chocolate milk anyway <laughs> it was a bad situation <laughs> sometimes I'll wake up with like an anxiety throw up oh yeah oh. just out of nowhere I'll just wake up and I'm like sweating oh. wait did I did we talk about what how I made myself throw up oh yeah no i don't know if we talked about i know uh, oh it happened right before we recorded but i don't think we talked about it on here <laughs> right it was like a few weeks ago. yeah because right? i was fishing for uh tonsil stones <laughs> and i was back there for too long <laughs> you gag i did i went bulimic on myself on accident <laughs> but i got that stone yeah i got that stone uh, it came out and then so man oh that's awesome so i don't know how bulimic people do it because that sucked <laughs> uh, it's crazy. I, I don't really understand. I mean, I feel bad for him. But, yeah. Um, moving on to 1001 Dumbest Things Ever yeah. Said. Yeah. I got one from our own one orangey hatch oh. senator from Utah. Does he not have like a whole section dedicated yeah, to him? Yeah, he's got half the book is him. <laughs> <laughs> he says this, capital punishment is our society's recognition of the sanctity of human life. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I don't care where you stand on the issue. That sentence makes no sense. <laughs> oh my gosh! Speaking uh, of dumb things that senators say, did you see or hear about the uh, John Kerry science degree debacle? Yes, dude. What is that guy's name? I don't even want to say. His, uh, I don't even want to give him Thomas Macy. Massey. Oh, <laughs> yes, he. So he sounded you, like such an idiot. Such an idiot. <laughs> 
He asked John Kerry what his degree was. John yeah. Kerry has a bachelor's of arts in political science. Right. And he said to John Kerry, how can you have a science degree in a, with a bachelor's of arts? I don't know if this guy knows how college works. Um, my psychology degree uh, did, is the Bachelor of Science, but I could have chosen the my, Bachelor of Arts. My aviation administration degree is a Bachelor of Science. Yeah. So and I could have gone arts, though. Yeah. You know, I could have gone BA, yeah. but I went BS. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, this guy was just grilling Kerry about climate change. His whole this was what this is what this guy's game plan was was to make it to discredit Kerry as a scientist, right? Because his political science degree was a Bachelor of Arts because he went to a liberal arts college. No, people, he still has a political science degree, and he's not the one writing climate science. He's just passing the info along. You know what the worst part is? It looks like Thomas Massey went to MIT. No, he did not. That's what this, I think so. What an idiot. Well, there you go. Um, I just like... John Kerry's response. Because was just he, like, are you serious? Are Isn't you, that what he said? Are you serious? Yeah. <laughs> Is this a serious line like, of questioning? I just, oh man, I just the the things that these people do sometimes is just astonishing. Right? Are you trying to discredit someone? I think I have the audio Kangaroo here. Kangaroo Court. The president might want to talk with the educated adults he once trusted to fill his top national security. Positions. That's Thomas Massey. It sounds like you're questioning the credentials of the president's advisors currently. But I don't think we should question your credentials today. Isn't it true you have a science? He says, did he just misspeak? He said, I don't think we should. (laughs) Did he not? I don't know. Play that back. President's advisors currently. But I don't think we should question your credentials today. Right? Isn't it true you have a science degree from Yale? Isn't that what he so, says? So he just said we're not going to question See, I you. don't think we should, but right. let's do it. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yale? What's that? Bachelor of Arts degree. Is it a political science degree? Yes, political science. So how do you get My a regret. Bachelor of Arts in a science? <laughs> well, it's liberal arts education and degree. It's a bachelor Okay, so it's not really science. So I think it's somewhat appropriate that somebody with a pseudoscience degree is here <laughs> pseudoscience. Look at the girl. The girls behind him are like, "Oh my gosh, what a dumbass!" I want to ask uh, you: Are you serious? I mean, this I, is really a me, serious <laughs> happening here. You know what? Everyone's laughing at him. It is, it and is he's getting all defensive. The That's the best part. Yeah. Court. You know what? You know what? You know what? It is serious. You don't want to fight, bro? Take this off his shirt. You want to take this outside, man? It's such it's a like, stupid thing to bring up. Not to mention that John Kerry went to school like 70 years ago. <laughs> like, <laughs> Why does this matter? Like, <laughs> what are we talking about? Like, it's pretty irrelevant as to what he studied. And uh, How do you know, get man. a Bachelor's of Arts in a Science uh, ask any state university, yeah, because that's what you can do. Oh man, what a dummy! In a pseudoscience, I love that phrase. Yeah, pseudoscience, which is funny. You know, if you're you're talking about political science, right? You're a politician, right? And you're saying that's a pseudoscience. <laughs> <laughs> well, he went to MIT, which is you know. I'm trying to find that. I do see that he did get uh, a bachelor's in mediocrity. Is that? In, in robotics. 
Yeah, bachelor's in. Isn't it true, you a, senator? You or, got a bachelor <laughs> of arts in robotics. <laughs> that. <laughs> oh man. Well, um, speaking of politicians, since we're on that topic, uh, I've been watching um, the Vietnam War, a film by Ken Burns Ken and Burns Lynn Novick. And uh, did we talk about this last time? I can't remember. We haven't talked about Vietnam. Okay. Uh, I know I wanted to, but I couldn't find the clip. But I found it. And um, this is a clip that kind of... uh, uh, I, I don't know if I want to say it made me lose respect for Kennedy. I wasn't around. I mean, I don't, you know. Sure. All I have is but history. In the, in the vein of history, you can. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but it's just something that kind of disappointed me. Okay. Um, so I'm going to play this real quick, okay? This is uh, a conversation between, well, it actually, it's not actually Kennedy talking, but it's um, something he was talking about with his friend. Okay. Um, We don't have a prayer of staying in Vietnam, President Kennedy privately told a friend that spring. These people hate us. But I can't give up a piece of territory like that to the communists and then get the people to reelect me. Yeah. So Uh, I I totally understand why he said that. This is so when was this 1960? Uh, Yeah. This was at the very. This was at the end of the second Red Scare, right? The end of McCarthyism, and there were a lot of people who, who just because McCarthy was kind of ousted, mm-hmm. they were still all about defeating communism and spreading democracy everywhere. We we still are. Yeah, you know what I mean. Right. We, we still do this. So I kind of understand where he said that from a getting votes standpoint. But right. I, but that's and it's not. This is not. This is this is pretty much all politics, all yeah. po- politics, well, and it's just it's concerning. It's just it's because basically he's saying this is an unwinnable war, and that's kind of there's a lot of that in here. There's a lot of people that knew that this was an unwinnable war, right? In Vietnam, um, just like kind of like Iraq, you know, it's the same situation, and just to say I, we're not going to make it there. There's no reason for us to be there. But I'm going to continue to scar all these people's lives so that I can get elected. Sure, that's my take from it. I don't know if that's you know how he meant it. Well, but I don't know if that. I got two things. First of all, if you if you this is what happens all the time, right? If you think that you are genuinely uh, the best man for the job, uh huh, then you're going to pretty much do anything to get there, right? Right. And I'm going to talk about some stuff later that that gets there. Okay. So if you genuinely think that, if Kennedy was thinking. The party or myself, you know, with Bobby at my side, whoever, is the the best man to run America. Mm-hmm. And I know that I'll lose if I do this one thing. Right. Even though I know that I want to with, withdraw, you know. Right. Um, I kind of understand. And he did have a plan to withdraw. Like, in, I think it was in 63, right before he died, mm-hmm. he yeah. ordered a withdrawal from, from Vietnam. And I don't know why Johnson kept it going. Uh, so... But from my little readings about LG, LBJ, he was like kind of a scumbag, and yeah. apparently Kennedy hated him. <laughs> um, <laughs> you think that Trump and Pence get along? I think they don't talk to each no, other. No, yeah, I think that <laughs> I think that 
Pence's personality is probably one that's just like, yes, whatever you say. And then, yes, sir. Yes, sir. And then behind his back, he's probably, he probably doesn't trash talk him, but he's probably just mildly defensive of what he says, even though he never probably really says what he thinks. Right. He's one of those kind of people right. that probably just keeps it all to himself. I've, but Pence is a. But I bet Pence hates Trump. He's an enigma to me. The, uh, the only thing that makes sense. Is one what I just said that he legitimately thinks that he's the best man for the vice presidency, right? Right, or he has serious ambition to become the president that has outweighed his morals <laughs> because his evangelist style does uh-huh. not uh, <laughs> doesn't line up at all. No, with with Trump's view of the world, right? Not not in the least. So, but I, I don't know. Um. Just the, that just bugs me, and it's the same thing in Vice that bugged me. You know, they send these people to die, yeah, uh, and they not only are people, but they go and the, we killed so many Vietnamese. Yeah. you know what I mean. Yeah, and it, just because I think I'm the best, like what kind of an ego is that? And it's not limited to Kennedy. This has happened over and over and yes. over and over yes. again, and really, I think. World War II was like the last – I don't want to say legitimate. That's not what I mean. The last like – what's the word I'm looking for? I mean we have gone to war with countries for no reason ever since, I guess. Yeah. I Well, everything. Even killing Osama bin Laden. Right. Right. Now, some people might say, well, that's, that's justice. Yeah. Okay. Well, but the, he was kind of powerless still. Mm-hmm. Like he didn't – he was still in the loop of things, right? But it's not like terrorism stopped, right? When Osama died, right? You know, so even that kind of stuff, everybody's always thinking about how can I get reelected, and term limits might solve some of this. Yeah, if we had like single terms, right? You know, if the, if the president served one six year, one eight year term, whatever, right? However, it wouldn't change the our party is best. Yeah, so I'm going to do this because party I politics, need the party to man. win. It's just so yeah. so dumb. So speaking of party politics, yeah, everything the stars are aligning for me in my understanding of political tactics right now. Mm-hmm. I don't claim to 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 know everything, but I was listening to a radio program about uh, remember Roy Moore and Doug Jones. Yes, Roy Moore, Republican pedophile, Rapist, Doug Jones, yeah. Democrat in Alabama. Right, Doug Jones didn't stand a chance until these allegations came out. Okay, right. There was this guy. This I think it was on This American Life. There's a guy down there who was a liberal mm-hmm. in Alabama. Weird. Weird. <laughs> he got sick of seeing Republicans uh, win by by cheating, basically, with fake news. Right? Yeah. But with – he hated that Russia interfered. Mm-hmm. He hates that the Republicans don't do anything about it. Right. And so he decided that he was going to do what they were doing. Mm-hmm. So he pitched this idea of fake news to a group of donors for the Democratic Party, mm-hmm. and the donors said, okay, go ahead. And this was his idea, okay? <laughs> it was just him and two other guys. All right. He ran it from Alabama. He had two guys in D.C. One guy just created memes, mm-hmm. all right? And he would call this guy, the, other, the guy from Alabama and say, like, hey, how do you spell this? Or how would you say this if you were from Alabama? Right. Right, so that it would seem genuine. They created all these memes. They created two fake social media accounts. And the whole point was not to discredit Roy Moore. 
or to prop up Doug Jones. The point was to split the Republican vote because that's what happened to Democrats in 2016. Mm-hmm. Right? right? Too many people were pissed that Bernie lost the primary, quote unquote lost, mm-hmm. that they didn't end up voting. Right. Right? They didn't – they were too pissed about it. They either didn't vote or they voted for some third party. Right. Um, so he, he decided he was going to do the same thing. And the issue that he chose to split people on, mm-hmm. prohibition. Huh. Huh. Because like something like half the counties in Alabama are still – are dry. Right. Dry counties. Mm-hmm. And because they're Baptist and they're staunch Baptist and those were the people voting for Roy Moore. Right. right. So he started these two Facebook groups with videos, with memes, everything, saying, propping up prohibition and that it's the best thing ever and that we all need to do it. <laughs> and so you get kind of more centrist mainstream Republicans that are like, no, 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 no. <laughs> so he doesn't take all the credit and we'll never really know if that's the reason why Doug Jones won. Right. Doug Jones has since said, I don't like that. I want to actually want an investigation into this, uh-huh. you know. And the <laughs> the point is, it worked, right? And the sec- the other point is, how long are Democrats or we as a people going to allow Republicans to do this kind of stuff before we start doing it back? And then at that point, if the, everyone's doing it, then then maybe it will stop. <laughs> so this guy's point was this fake news stuff uh-huh. and memes and shit. It's going to get a lot worse before it gets better because it has to it has to be negative to both parties before right. both parties will come together and pass regulation. Hmm. And that's his point. Right. And the, the This American Life host kind of challenged him on that and said, but what about the they go low, we go high thing? He's mm-hmm. like, oh, look how pretty I am. I did the right thing, but I still lost and I have no power. Right. You know, he's like, I'm not going to do that anymore. It's dumb. Republicans have all the power because they play dirty, you know? Right. So now, full circle. Uh huh. Couple days later, what does Trump announce? That he's going to send illegal immigrants to sanctuary cities. Oh yeah, that was yesterday. Mm-hmm. Today, I'm scrolling through Facebook. I saw at least four memes in the two minutes I was on there that were, you know, whatever fake quotes from. Uh, you know, either shows someone someone crying, pretending to be a liberal, or uh-huh. it had like Pelosi's picture saying something like, "We we're we love immigration, we want illegals here," and then underneath like, "Don't send them to our cities," right? Right. Or a liberal saying the same thing, like, "You're crying about like we want immigrants, and then Trump's going to send them to you. We don't want immigrants." Mm-hmm. And he's using that tactic, hmm. or his strategist, the evil Stephen Miller, right. And it makes sense because you're going to get staunch Democrats, hard leftists that are like, no, that's fine. Right. Fine. Send them to sanctuary cities. First of all, it was – the odds are staggering. Nine, it's like 97 percent of asylum seekers mm-hmm. show up for their court date. Right. Right. We hold them for 20 days. If they don't have a court date, by then we have to release them by law mm-hmm. and they get a court date to come back to plead their case for asylum. Right. Right. Uh, they almost all come back. So the the if you guys want to challenge me on that, go ahead. But asylum seekers almost always come back. Mm-hmm. Uh, so what they're doing is pitting these staunch Democrats who are like, that's fine. Send them to our sanctuary city against kind of more centrist Democrats who are like, no, we don't want to just have amnesty and 
You know what I mean? Right. Just floodgates all the sanctuary cities. Mm-hmm. And that's how he's going to try and split Democrats. And I'm, I saw it the next day. Dang. Yeah. Oh. It's- Which leads into my next point with Trump. <laughs> Do you have any thoughts on that? No, that's... Um, it's fascinating. It's enlightening, and it's... <sighs> if you find yourself arguing with someone of the same political ideology, or even the same worldview... Right. Think about... The why. Mm-hmm. Why am I thinking this way and who convinced me to? Right. You know? Right. What did I just see that pissed me off at someone who I normally agree with? Right. You know? And then wonder, first of all, is that real? Mm-hmm. I don't care what you do. Snopes, PolitiFact, uh, check it on YouTube. Did the person actually say it? Right. You know? Um, anyway. Hmm. It sucks. Yeah. But he's absolutely right. There's no way that Republicans are going to come to the table to regulate this kind of thing mm-hmm. until they lose because of it. Right. Right? If they keep winning with fake news, then they're going to keep winning. They're not, they're not going to care. It's kind of how they've won for a long time, though. Yeah. Cause it, well, And because to our point earlier, if they think they're really the best person for the job, <clears throat> genuinely in their heart, right. then you know what? Cheating a little bit. Eh. You know, kind of swaying democracy, so to speak. Right, right, right. So, but the next point. Yeah. We were talking about last time how Trump doesn't have a cabinet. Yeah. Right? So <laughs> right now, Kirsten Nielsen resigned. Right. And so we have an acting deputy. Acting of, everything. Acting Homeland Security Secretary. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Trump was at the border, and he told the – this made pretty big headlines, so I'm sure people know this – he promises the acting Department of Homeland Security Secretary a pardon. Oh yeah. If he breaks the immigration laws. Right. So, let's talk about two things in order. Okay. First, I want to talk about these laws and then I want to talk about pardons. Mm-hmm. Okay? So, I just explained the law a minute ago. If you come to the border and cross it and meet an agent, which they do, they try and find an agent immediately if they're legitimate asylum seekers, right? Mm-hmm. If they're drug dealers, the one out of a thousand, mm-hmm. then they don't. But right. most people are running towards the agent's trucks or ATVs or wherever, and they immediately say, I'm seeking asylum in your country. Right. They get taken to a holding facility where I think one guy kind of adjudicates it, but he's not a judge. He, just, he determines whether or not it's viable to a viable reason to stay, and they're pretty loose, right? It can be domestic violence right now. Uh, gang violence, political, mm-hmm. stuff like mm-hmm. that. Now, we can only hold them for 20 days. If a judge can see them in between now and then, great. We can decide if they can stay as an, in asylum or if they need to go back. Right. Like your your claim isn't legitimate. Right, right. right. So what Trump is saying here is go ahead and break the laws that Congress won't change. Break the law. Don't let in asylum seekers anymore. Mm-hmm. If your men run into asylum seekers – Tell them to turn them around and send them back over the border, which is against the law. Right. That's kind of a shitty thing to do. Right. <laughs> and Trump's saying, don't worry about it, though. I'll pardon you. Okay. Okay. Now, how is this? I'm, I'm not trying to step out on a ledge here. I'm not trying to go crazy. But how is this not an, an impeachable offense? When you're telling someone right. that is under your direct leadership in the executive branch to break the law and it's okay if you do because I'll pardon you. That's kind of some crazy absolute power there. 
Yeah, I don't like that. I don't understand how that's that to me is impeachable. Yeah, I don't. You're well. What law is he breaking? What law is Trump breaking? Yeah. Well, he's telling his he's telling his appointee to break, to break the, law the law on his behalf. You know, the chief executive does not have that p- amount of power on purpose. If if we need to change the immigration laws, then you know Trump can write a bill. I don't know if we need to go back to third grade civics. Mm-hmm. The Trump administration can write a bill and send it to the House and the Senate. Right. It doesn't have to come from the House or right. the Senate. Right. You know, it can come from the executive branch and say, "Hey, I have an idea for a bill that will be better for the country. Mm-hmm. Take a look at it, McConnell. Take a look at it, Pelosi. Right. Right. If you guys agree, vote on it. Send it back to me. I'll sign it. Right. Right. And it can go either way. But instead of trying to do that, instead of trying to write a bill and compromise, he just says, go ahead and break the law and I'll pardon you. That's, uh, that's not great. No. Nah. Um, is that, does, is that uh, on record? Like, do they have audio of him saying that or it's, is it just there's, hearsay? I don't think there's audio. Let's see. It's, on, it's everywhere, though. Like, no, I know I've seen it. I just, I'm on Rolling Stone right now. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that... Uh, Homeland Security issued a statement afterwards flatly denying the president's offer. At no time has the president indicated, asked, directed, or pressured the acting secretary to do anything illegal, nor would the acting secretary take actions that are not in accordance with our responsibility to enforce the law. Okay. That, and that could be the case. He could say, look, man, I'll pardon you. And the guy's like, I don't care if you'd pardon me because I'm not going to do it. Right. God willing, we have someone that obeys the law. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> If you don't like it, we can change the law, right? right. But yeah. we just had a midterm where we voted in more Democrats. So clearly the majority of Americans who voted in their representative mm-hmm. are not on board with closing the border to asylum seekers. Right. Right? I mean the, the votes speak for themselves. I'm willing to accept that half the country voted for Trump, right? Right. I don't understand <laughs> why. I don't see what you saw in him other than – Actually, I don't know what you saw in him. I, you know, like other than speaking his mind, right? Uh, but his it's lot it's lies. So, but I accept it. Right. He's, he's my president. I'm yeah. not one of those people that's he's not my president. No, he's my president. Yeah, I mean, he I is. live here. There's like nothing. I pledge allegiance. Yeah, you know, it's I I didn't like it when people say that. I'm like, well, no, I mean, he is. You don't but... get to pick and choose. <laughs> yeah, if you break a federal law, you can be prosecuted still. Right, <laughs> right. So, um. And, of course, Trump tweeted that it's fake news. Fake news. You know what? Let's hope. Oh, man, I just scrolled down a little bit, and it stopped right on Trump's neck. Ew. (laughs) The vagina. Anyway, (laughs) let's just hope that this isn't true. Right? Yeah. And I hope whoever fake reported it gets caught and fired if it's fake. And sent into space with the flat earthers? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) They'll hit the bubble, though. Yeah, I know. know? It's going to be rough. But, you know, th- which brings up, though, a completely side point, which is pardons. Uh-huh. What's your, what, how do you feel about pardons? Because every president, when they're a lame duck, pardons tons of people. Yeah. Like, let's look, just Google while you're like, – I know the Clintons had some sketchy pardons, didn't they? All of them have. Did Obama have sketchy pardons? Um, Obama – I just Googled how many people did Obama pardon? 212. Wow. On the acts of clemency – 1,715 were commutations, including 504 life sentences, and 212 were pardons. Those are for nonviolent drug offenses for the most part. Right. However, he might have pardoned people 
that committed a, a different federal crime that he just, you know, they wrote him a letter and pleaded their case and he hey, said, okay, man. you know. Um, I don't know. I don't. Uh, I I don't like it because of of this possibility that Trump just that kind of gives you this absolute power right. to go out there and say, hey. And you know this uh it's been brought up before by by conspiracy theorists and stuff that Trump has uh he's already done it by encouraged the way. people to do things saying that he's pa- going to pardon yeah. them. He pardoned judge or he pardoned sheriff Arpaio. Right. In is it Arizona? Yeah. He was clearly breaking the law, federal law by racially profiling and discriminating. He got convicted by a jury. Mm-hmm. But because it's a federal crime, Trump pardoned him. Now, yeah. had it been a state crime, he couldn't pardon him. Yeah. Right? And I, I, I always wondered why the DA or the FBI didn't pass it down to the district attorney and uh-huh. prosecute him on state level charges. Yeah, it must not be a law in Arizona. Any, or in, yeah. So he's pardoned people before that it's like, <laughs> come on. Yeah. You know? Uh, yeah, I don't like that. I, I, I don't like. Uh, there's just been a lot of things lately that's just giving the president too much power, I think. Yeah. I mean, he shouldn't have that much power at I, all. I, I get torn on pardons. I really do. Because – so I was talking to Ashley about this. First of all, the most famous pardon of all time mm-hmm. is Gerald Ford pardoning Nixon. Right. Right? That, that's why he lost the next election. Right. Right? You just pardoned a, a criminal. He, right. he resigned because of it. Right. It's tantamount to an admission of guilt, mm-hmm. you know? But he pardoned him. Yeah. I guess because when you're president, you're cool like that. Yeah. I didn't live – I wasn't alive back then, but whatever. <laughs> um, but I was talking to Ashley, and mm-hmm. here's a great example to use, okay? Let's go to California. Okay. Uh, pre-2016, that's when weed got legalized, right? For yeah, recreational yeah, I use. I think so, yeah. Or, or Colorado, whatever. Mm-hmm. You are in jail because you were dealing marijuana mm-hmm. before it was legal, Mm-hmm. Okay. And California had some of the craziest mandatory minimums and three strike rules. Right. So there's some nonviolent drug offenders for just marijuana who could be serving life sentences. That's most of what Obama did. Right. And especially because the race disparity is staggering. Right. Uh, black people have way more life sentences for the same offense than do white people. Mm-hmm. Right. And I'm not just making that up. It's you can read about it. Right. You know, the statistics are are not they're unsettling. It's fake news. <laughs> it's just unsettling <laughs> to find out that whatever. If you think that uh, the black community commits more crimes, that's one thing. Okay, that's one thing to argue. Mm-hmm. The other thing to argue is for the exact same crime. How is it that over here one person's getting this sentence and over here they're getting a different sentence for the exact same crime? Yeah, that is the most. The most. If you want to read about it, the biggest one is uh, powder cocaine versus crack cocaine. <gasps> powder cocaine is done by white people. Right. Crack cocaine is cheaper. Right. So black people are cheap, are poorer, mm-hmm. so they tend to do crack cocaine more. It's the same exact drug, but if you look at the sentencing, <laughs> white people <laughs> get way lighter sentences. So is it because they have to manufacture it? versus no no it's because it's racism hmm. it's 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 built into the system yeah you know um i mean cocaine is just such a more upper class drug (laughs) right so the question being if you are in jail for 
dealing marijuana mm-hmm. when it was illegal and it's now legal, do you, Spencer, think that that person should be pardoned or granted clemency? Pardoned meaning no crime was ever committed. Clemency meaning you committed the crime, but we're going to let you go. Right. Um, I mean, it would have to be... I don't think you could just blanket it. It'd have to... So here's... I think it'd have to merit... Uh, you'd have to look at the criminal history of each person because sure. if they have a criminal history of selling marijuana and domestic abuse and yeah. firearms, uh, you know, then maybe not. Right. If uh, they sold weed like three times or they got caught smoking weed three times and got a life sentence, then I think that's a little different and, you know, otherwise have a pretty clear record. Sure. But I would imagine a lot of these people have pretty extensive so, uh, records. Yeah, and they might. They might. Some of those records might be because they're racist. Yeah, it could be. <laughs> so this is the fundamental disagreement, though. Yeah. And it is that, one, if you committed a crime that's now legal, you should be let go. Yeah. That's that's one angle. Yeah. Personally, we just got done having a discussion about the Department of Homeland Security breaking a law on purpose. Right. Because they feel it's wrong. Right? Right. So I tend to go that way. Mm-hmm. And I say, no. You knew it was illegal when you were doing it. Right. Why are you not a respecter of laws? Mm-hmm. Even if the laws are dumb, that's why we have elections. That's why you can go to hearings. Right. That's why you can go plead your case mm-hmm. for why it should be legal. Mm-hmm. Right. You can vote in a libertarian. You can do whatever you got to do. Right. But at the time you broke the law, it's like if I got a speeding ticket on a road. Right. And they upped the speed limit. Two weeks later. Right, yeah. You know. I still was breaking the law, right? Yeah, yeah. I, and I no, think I, that most people, are. if you start to really drill it down, you can even take it further like habeas corpus, like mm-hmm. that you have to be, if you're arrested, you have to be brought before a judge, right? Mm-hmm. And that got suspended during the Civil War, and that kind of gave Lincoln a lot of grief. He right. got a lot of crap for it. And then Bush... Pseudo suspended it by never bringing prisoners of war to United <laughs> States soil right. on black sites or at Guantanamo. Right, right. So he got around habeas corpus that way by saying, oh, it's only on our soil. Right. You know, which is bullshit. If a, someone wearing the flag on their shoulder arrests someone, that person should be entitled to the same rights as people in the said country. Right. That has the flag. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So all that being said, it's. Pardons are weird. Yeah, they are. And I'm not saying you get rid of them because I feel like there is probably a circumstance I'm not thinking of mm-hmm. that <laughs> I, don't, I don't know, you know. Uh, shit, I don't I, 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 I don't know. Yeah, I, like making a murderer. Stephen well, Avery should probably be I've, pardoned. I've kind of <laughs> always been of the opinion that it's not that hard to not break the law. Right. Uh, because, I mean, I don't do it. I, Have you ever been arrested? No, I've never, I've never been, been arrested, arrested, and I'm pretty stupid, and, you know... However, we're both I, white, you, But I've never, I've never been in a... I've never committed a crime that could have arrested me. It's true. Like, maybe speeding, like, but I'd never... I'm, I mean, <laughs> did you read... This, this is... I know this is heavy. Yeah. But sometimes we go there. <laughs> uh, did you read Kyle Corver's... Oh, uh, op-ed. Uh, no, I did hear about it. It was titled Privilege. Yeah. And he's talking about how he is 
white and he's privileged, especially in a mm-hmm. mostly black league. And he was recounting the story of when Tabo Cephalosha was arrested in New York and the police broke his leg. Right. And he was recounting his own guilt at judging Tabo before knowing what the situation was. Mm-hmm. Kyle was basically saying what we're saying now, which is, well, I, if I was out, I wouldn't have been breaking the law. What you're doing there is completely negating the fact that there might be racism involved. Right? Right. There might be some amount of, well, if you're white, we're going to treat you just a little bit different. Not on purpose. It's implicit. That's why cops go through implicit bias training. Right? Mm -hmm. They go through this so they can recognize it in themselves. And the same goes the other way. There might be black cops who might have broken a white guy's leg. Right. Because they have implicit bias. We all do. The important thing is can you recognize it and stop it? But I highly recommend reading. I shared it. Yeah, I heard it was pretty so, pretty good. Yeah. Um, that, that's, that's actually something I've been kind of wanting to talk about a little bit because I've been on this, you know, we're all just animals kick. And, yeah. <laughs> and uh, it, it, it's like evolution, right? It's We have to be evolved enough to know that we are – are racist or that we are we have these biases right right because when you look at uh the animal kingdom in general um there's not a lot of different species that hang out together right even in my bird they're all birds they're all parrots but the cockatiels hang out together the parakeets hang out together there's not a lot of you know and that's 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 not to say that it doesn't happen. My lovebird and one of my parakeets are kind of, you know, in a, in a, in a relationship. Yep. <laughs> Across species. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think that we have these biases, and I think it's built into our anatomy to maybe stay away from or to distance ourselves from other races. Maybe. Uh, no, it's totally yeah, built in. But – it's um this I is, think the evolution of us is recognizing that. Yes. And even if you have thoughts and even if you have uh anxiety or or you know hesitation to just you have to set fear? that aside. Fear. Yeah, fear. Yeah. Um instead of walking across the street, you know, when there's a sure. black guy walking towards you, yeah. maybe just don't worry about it cuz you're probably not going to get shanked. Say you hello? Know? Yeah. You know, um, I think that's that's probably the main difference between us and uh, the rest and of that, the uh, the animal kingdom. That, that should be the difference, right. right? Everybody at one point in their life has said in jest, "That's what separates us from the animals." Right. right. In this case, that's totally true. Right. It's completely true. We know from psychology, from so- uh, sociology, mm-hmm. that implicit bias is real, not just on the basis of race. Mm-hmm. Right, it's it's real for sex. It's real for uh, religion. Mm-hmm. It's real for states. Right. Go ask some, go ask someone from Alabama how they feel about someone in California. Oh yeah. Ask a, ask. They make the same amount of money. They have the same amount of kids. They've been married for the same amount of time. Mm-hmm. Right. Ask someone with in California how they feel about someone in Alabama. With all other variables aside, they're going to say feel something kind of negative, or. They're going to feel it but suppress it because hopefully they're good people. Right. Right? That's what separates us. Yeah. You can recognize the bias and say, well, that's unfounded. <laughs> I have – I don't know this person. Right. I don't know them at all. Mm-hmm. Unless they're wearing a jumpsuit that says Department of Corrections. <laughs> right? 
Or they're holding a bag. Then you should probably cross the street. And they're holding a baggie (laughs) with a nine in their other hand. You know, like there's, you don't know anything about this person. Right. You know, and that's that's the difference. That's what separates us. Because I know you've been wanting to talk about the animal kingdom and how species don't really intermingle a lot. Yeah, they don't. I mean, it happens. Aside from the Garden of Eden. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, right. But, I mean, it's just interesting. And... I, here's but the, a weird, and the biggest difference is we're not a different species. Yeah, well, you know? let me ask you that, and this is probably a dumb question, but what's the difference between race and species? <sighs> I, I don't know. I, 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 that, see, then you start diving into semantics. That, that Then it just becomes bullshit. Right. right. This was the argument that I used to have with people 10 years ago about gay marriage. Mm-hmm. And they eventually, as we would discuss it and argue, it came down to that they didn't like the word marriage. Right. They were okay with gay people getting all the same fucking rights. They just didn't want to call it marriage. And I said, you're going to stop this over semantics? Right. So this is the same thing. Well, yeah. The difference between a cockatiel and a parakeet. Right. I just wonder, you know, in the... And we'd have to get, like, a real scientist in here. (laughs) Yeah, like a sociologist do we all come from the same if if evolution you know if we evolved from from a primate of sorts uh was it one or or was it you know could could it be various various primates that that all evolved does that make sense what i'm saying yes so i just googled species versus race oh okay and this is the what is this LiveScience.com. never mm-hmm. heard of it so who just take it for what it's worth yeah okay Race is associated with biology, whereas ethnicity is associated with culture. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, the, that's the California versus Alabama thing. Right, right. Uh, in biology, races are, genet- are genetically distinct populations within the same species, black okay. versus white. I guess that makes sense then so because um, – Maybe a parakeet that's a different – literally a different color. Yeah, no, I have – like some of my cockatiels are different colored, so that, yeah. that, makes, that makes more sense to me. Yeah. Um, it's just, I guess, a lot of species that you see don't have those those different mutations, those different... Exactly. Uh, so there's a mutation in uh, our skin, in a, a white, white people's skin to not have melanin active. Right. Right, which makes our skin lighter. Right. That's, that's a race difference. It's a genetically distinct trait in a population. Right. Within the same species. Mm-hmm. You know? So... We can clear up the semantics if we want. Even though semantics don't matter, we can clear it up right here. We are the same species. It's just <laughs> something different genetically right. that makes different colors. <laughs> right? Right. So, anyway. All right. Well, we better take a break. Good talk. Yeah. I was. Uh, what are we, we started at Kennedy and ended at uh, monkeys or I don't know. Parakeets. <laughs> <laughs> Parakennedy. <laughs> um, I still love you, JFK. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Um, when we come back, we got mashed potatoes, um, hipsters, maybe some Game of Thrones. Um, yeah, we'll be right back. Do you sometimes feel irritable, restless, uneasy, sad, normal, or just plain not high? Maybe it's time to try crack. (laughs) 
Crack may cause shivers, night terrors, gay for pay, heart palpitations, homicidal paranoia, or the sensation that you're on fire. Peeing blood and seeing friends' faces as talking skeletons are possible side effects of crack. People who use crack may also experience five to seven years in prison where brutal raping may occur. If you experience one or more of these side effects, consult your dealer. You may need more crack. Crack. Isn't it time you see what all the fuss is about? This is the Outtake Podcast. Wow. You're like in perfect uh, perfect key there. I got live auto-tune turned on right now. Yeah, is that what it is? <laughs> I was just watching this upstairs. It's oh, pretty right. funny. All right. So this is uh, Random Headlines. Yeah. <laughs> uh, One random headline. Game of Thrones starts tomorrow. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just a small headline. <laughs> um, here's the thing. I have not watched Game of Thrones. Oh, I haven't made it past. I haven't made it past the. We, we've talked about this like seventeen well, it times. Well, it still shocks me every time. Okay, <laughs> I just I can't believe it. I started to watch maybe season seven now, again. Maybe now that uh, it's ending, I, and I don't have to wait for things. I'll <sighs> I'll get on. I like the theme song though. It's it a is good nice. song. You got to watch out for spoilers, man. I. How far did you get in? The first season. Okay. I mean, you the, watched the whole first. The season. incest was great. Like you right. know, that was awesome. Who but, doesn't love an incest scene? I mean, trigger warning. I mean, honestly, when I look for... No, <laughs> that's like all I look for now when I get on the internet is, yeah. you know, incest is the bestest. If it says stepmom or stepdad, Step-brother. I'm in. <laughs> they got to have the step, though, because yeah. otherwise that's just yeah. gross. Yeah, otherwise yeah. it's like, oh, come on. <laughs> all right, so this is actually a, uh, a random headline, not just uh, Game of Thrones. but yeah. Well, it is Game of Thrones related, but... Um, now, uh, in Germany, at the Technical University of Munich, uh, they have developed an algorithm that predicts who will live and who will die in Game of Thrones. Ooh. Uh, using data they extracted from the Game of Thrones show and book wikis, the students created an algorithm that weighs factors like gender, age, and house to determine the potential likelihood of death, or plode. <laughs> the plowed or plod. Uh, for example, people in House Stark are more likely to die than people in House Lannister. Uh, so the algorithm... Al- <laughs> that's a hard word for me. Algorithm. Algorithm considers house affiliation as one factor. Uh, the students use two types of models for the project, uh, modeled after survival rate algorithms used in medicine. The factors <laughs> considered in one are house houses, lovers, marriage, titles. So anyway... What a horrible waste of resources. Maybe it was like their senior project or something. I don't know. You could still do it on something real. <laughs> like, what's the, what's the life expectancy you know what? There's plenty, of... <laughs> there's plenty of, of real data out there, right? These kids are just trying to have some, Cause, some fun. Because, like, if you watch Game of Thrones, there's no predicting it. There's no predicting it. Well, what's gonna we're going to find out, okay? Because this algorithm, I've got the top five characters... Most likely to survive according to this computer algorithm. So this computer program went in there and made all these calculations. So this is like a, you know, 
how do what's not a spoiler alert. No, it's just it's, like a character I guess alert. It could be if algorithm character alert. Yeah. I mean, there's been plenty of this stuff going around. Oh, no, everybody like, has People theories. have been having, uh, like, uh, almost March Madness for yeah. brackets for <laughs> people dying. Here's what's going to happen. It's going to be super disappointing. Probably. Okay? What's going to happen is there's going to be a giant battle, and then the screen's going to go black, and it's going to pop up, and what? it's going to say 150 years later. And we don't know what happened to any of the <laughs> other people. <laughs> and it's some other house that's in charge that we've never heard of. <laughs> <laughs> It's it's going to be like New York City or something, yeah. Settlers, or I don't know. Anyway, yeah. so the top five characters most likely to survive, according to the algorithm. I'm going to struggle with some of these names here. Uh, Daenerys. Daenerys. Daenerys Targaryen. Okay, yeah. Uh, Tyro- <laughs> Tyronin? Ty- Tyronin? Lannister? Oh, Tyrion. All right. Whatever. Tyrion Lannister. Whatever. Is he black? No. Tyronin? It's Peter Dinklage. <laughs> Tyronin Lannister. Peter Dinklage, the uh, oh, dwarf. Yeah, I know. Uh, Varys? The little person. Varys? V-A-R-Y-S? Yeah, Varys. Oh, Varys. Yeah. Jeez. Samuel Tarly. Good job on that one. <laughs> yeah, that was pretty easy. And Jamie Lannister. Yep. Uh, and on the other hand here, um, these are the top five uh, who are probably going to die according to this algorithm um cersei lannister according to the algorithm algorithm <laughs> or uh, baratheon bron bran Br- it's b-r-o-n-n bran b-r-o-n-n yeah oh bron that's a different guy yeah, okay, okay. bron is 93.5 percent likely to die okay <laughs> uh gregor <laughs> Klinge. what why can't these people just have like john smith here well, I mean, one Cl- of them is Jon Snow. Clay Gangigibi. Let me see. Gregor. Gregor Clangine. Clegane. Yeah, Clegane. Uh, Sansa Stark. Sansa Stark. Sansa. Bran Stark. There's Bran. And Sandor Clegane. That's, uh, or no, that's the Hound there, and that's the uh, the mountain. Okay, Bran, there's no way Bran can die. If you say so. I'm if just, you're talking fan theories to me, he, I have no idea what you're talking <laughs> Yeah, sure. Bran is the three-eyed raven. He cannot die. No, I can't have Spoiler any three-eyed alert. ravings dying. Spoiler alert. If you haven't gotten to that point of the series. <laughs> I have no idea. Terribly sorry. I have no idea. But you know what? It's been like four I think I'll, I'll start watching it tonight. Resubscribe my HBO thing. Oh, speaking of movies. You can just log in with mine. Did you? Uh, are you a Star Wars fan? Yeah, I mean, I don't know. Did I you see? Oh, the new trailer! Should I saw we, someone post should it. Should we play it? Yeah, let's play it. All right, well, let me pull it up. Oh, sorry, this is the wrong video. <laughs> no, <I'm just> <laughs> oh, come on. That wasn't part of the trip. Yeah. We've passed on all we know. A thousand generations live in you now. But this is your fight. Ooh, I like how they reworked that. Yeah.
for it. Skywalker. The hell is that man? I don't know. JJ Abrams says we'll understand it once we see it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I love the Emperor, man. Uh, yes. So that that should be good, hopefully. That looks really good. Yeah. Really good. I guess we should get back to random headlines. Yeah. Mashed potatoes. <laughs> <laughs> um so in Jackson, Mississippi, residents of a neighborhood are confused. Uh, because people, someone's been leaving bowls of mashed potatoes um, just lying around <laughs> on people's porches. That's awesome. On uh, on top of their cars and mailboxes, just uncovered bowls. What would you call this person? It's not like the mashed potato. <laughs> it's not like a bandit. So yeah, they don't know. They don't know what's going on. Uh, some think it's just a prank. Um, it's probably someone a, thinks that maybe they had a lot of leftovers. It's probably like an eighty-five-year-old woman with Alzheimer's. <laughs> I hadn't considered that. Yeah, this uh, is where Stevie <laughs> lives, right? I'll just leave it on his car. Some people think, though, that it might be uh, meant to poison animals. So no one's tested it yet. But uh, I want to ask Alex Jones. What the conspiracy? He would is? know the aliens. He do you would think? know this is the this is some this deep, is the deep this state. is deep state <laughs> bullshit right here. <laughs> Leaving mashed potatoes yeah. around. You know how I know it's deep state? Huh? Because it's not the colonel's mashed potatoes. You're right. It's it's clearly not. It's definitely could be Popeyes. Ooh, you know what? I just decided what I'm having for dinner. <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, but yeah, mashed potato mystery. So if you have any insight, I like your 85 year old. Yeah. That actually yeah. makes the most sense to me. I was supposed to bring potatoes to him. It's like 45 years yeah. ago. <laughs> I'll just leave them in the and mailbox. Some of the, like son comes over like, Mom, where are all your dishes? <laughs> <laughs> all right. The next story or the, the last story really. Uh, oh, no. There's two. Um, a firefighter is placed on leave. This is out of Rhode Island. Uh, Please say he shot someone with the hose. <laughs> well, he could have because he walked with his hose because he walked in naked to a Rhode Island convenience store on a dare. So <laughs> he wasn't on bath salts. No. He actually did. <laughs> he pulled a Walter White, dude. Just <laughs> Okay, so this here here's the thing. So police responded after uh on April third after a report of a naked customer. The owner said the man had a smile on his face, purchased soda, and uh, left in a car. Um, just just butt naked. Yeah, and so <laughs> the, tw- the the passenger uh, said she had dared her boyfriend to go into the store nude because he said it was legal in Rhode Island. Now, <laughs> so his passenger was 29. What uh, At what age do you think... Uh, you would you would still do something this stupid? I've never done something like that. Yeah, but but like, 
you could see like a 21 year old being like, huh, okay, I'm, I'm 34, go. and I think I would still dare someone to do it. Okay, <laughs> I don't know, but would I you would do, do it? it? Because this firefighter might be suffering the uh, same as the mashed potato bandit <laughs> because he's 60. So this 60 year old man with walks a, in naked with his after his 29 year old girlfriend, his old balls and his oh gross that from uh, big daddy <laughs> he's a fire chief he's the uh, chief what about he? oh no he's not oh. i mean not like that's <laughs> he's on at least he's on paid administrative leave though he's been with the department for 40 years so um oh my gosh just he, so everyone knows. trying to get fired yeah, i know <laughs> just so everyone knows if you're in rhode island it is not legal Yes. Uh, to walk into a convenience store naked. Check our website for a list of states where it is legal. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we'll post that. Even Even if you are a firefighter. Um, hipsters. Amer- America's finest. Hipsters? No. <laughs> <laughs> Firefighters. So, do you know what a hipster is, right? Yeah, America's worst. Yeah. <laughs> so, you know, <laughs> you know how the... Uh, the German, it was almost like the MIT of Germany did this Game of Thrones thing. Oh, it was uh, Germany. It was Munich. What is it? Munich. Universe. Oh, it was the uni- Technical University of Munich. I was going to say the, the MIT of Germany was the Third Reich. <laughs> <laughs> so speaking of stupid uh, studies, MIT did a study. Um, Wait, the re- the German MIT? No, this MIT. Oh, okay. So. Massachusetts. You, know, the Game of, you thought the Game of Thrones one was stupid. All right. RMIT is... <laughs> How many licks does it take to get the Oreo <laughs> no. cream off? The- <laughs> um, so they uh, they recently published an article about the hipster effect, which studied how nonconformists usually act unconventionally in the same way and end up being exactly the same. Ergo, like, goth people so and, they're like and hipsters. Proving that nonconformists actually conform. Right. Yeah. They conform to their to their, their own way. Right. So the the study essentially found that to be true. Sure. And the icing on the cake was when uh when a a the picture they used, um it was a Getty Images stock photo. Um they Oh, had, I heard about that. Did you? <laughs> yeah, go ahead. They though. had uh, someone write to them a very angry email threatening to sue them because yep. they used his picture uh, without his like, without his uh, permission. <laughs> but so in good. the end, <laughs> in the end, uh, it was not him. He had just confused the picture <laughs> <laughs> as himself because oh. all hipsters dress the same. <laughs> so they didn't even need the study. No. <laughs> the guy just proved it yeah. without actually doing any of the math. Correct. Oh, Correct. my gosh. So he apologized. Uh, he just thought that uh, it was him. But uh, it was not. It was just another hipster. (laughs) (laughs) Pretty awesome. That is great. Pretty awesome. That is great. Um, Are you done? (laughs) Because I got to get some finishing music for this, right? Because there's no way to tell that I'm done. There. Now, that's not not good. How about... Very sensitive gag reflex. There we go. That's that's what I'll play when we're done. I was... uh, I made a comment during that story. About how many licks to get the cream <laughs> off of the center of an Oreo? Oh, can I not, just say not the Tootsie Pop? Can I just say I don't buy the whole like peeling Oreos apart? You can't lick that cream off. 
No. You have like a, unless that, you have a cat tongue. That would take forever. Like a sandpaper What's tongue. What's the point? What do people do? Like, you got, are you, do you do it? Do you pull them apart? And here's what I do. Okay. I put the whole cookie in my mouth. That's what I yeah, do. Yeah, I was watching a... a I squirt a ketchup packet. <laughs> I, I was watching a movie, and it was actually the new Lost in Space series. I was watching it again. Oh, it's so good. Yeah, it is. And uh, in like the first episode, they find a, a pack of Oreos. Yeah. And she eats half the Oreo. And my one takeaway from that episode is like... Pfft, she ate half the that <laughs> whole thing. This? Yeah, that's ridiculous. <laughs> Who eats half an Oreo? That whole thing is going in my mouth. I'm gonna watch the credits and <laughs> yeah, write that right. That's ridiculous. <laughs> but what I do is uh depending on the uh the stuffed level. Sure. Um I uh <laughs> I twist them apart and I reaffix them to another one. So you end up with two to uh, ends yeah. that with no filling, and uh, I might a, even have a picture a quadruple of, stuffed. Yeah. Well, have you seen the new super stuffed? Like this is the most stuffed. Why don't they just sell the cream? That is actually a really great <laughs> just, question. I was at a candy store the other day, and they have all pink Starburst, a box of all pink Starburst. Oh, yeah. Why are Why are Starburst wrapped? It's actually and and Hershey kisses and, like and Mamba. It's kind of annoying at yeah. this point, you know. Why why yeah. why are we messing around with this? When it, it, um, I think just, yeah, it's sometimes like they they wrap a little too tight. You can't get your fingernail yeah, underneath man, there. It's yep. ridiculous. Yep. So that's what I've been doing with Oreos lately: is twisting them. Do you apart just do you just throw away the? No, sometimes <laughs> I'll I'll put them in the milk and let them get super soggy. And, and that's uh, your cereal for the next. Kind of yeah. Oh here here here. This is. Uh, what are they called? The most stuff Oreos. So are they like the and equivalent this is, of a triple? This is two of them put together. <laughs> it looks like an ice cream sandwich. Yeah, it, it, it's it's a lot. So it's uh, so I take but, I take the most stuff and I make it the more most stuff. Right. <laughs> but you know what I'm talking about, though, right? Yeah. Like it's like it's like colloquial at this point that you you twist it and lick it. Yeah, like I don't, you can't I've lick never, that I've cream never off. done that. I've never licked it. The most you could do is scrape it on your top teeth. Like <laughs> that's you know? that is it. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I guess you could, but it would take forever to like. It would yeah. be like licking. Uh, I don't know, man. <laughs> you can just keep licking it, but just, not getting anywhere. Yeah, you're not gonna get anywhere. <laughs> um, so India. <laughs> India comes up have, on the podcast. Do they have? Do they, <laughs> they don't have Oreos. Okay. They probably uh, do. They probably have curry already. Have you? Did you know they have cow friendly? Did you know that they have Mick Curry at McDonald's? There, I'm not. Yeah. I'm not making that yeah, up. It's called Mick Curry. They can't have beef. Yeah, I know. Yeah, but it's called Mick Curry. Just do a turkey burger. I want Mick Curry. A turkey Big Mac. They have mostly chicken. Anyway, carry on. India had a satellite in space. Did you see the story? I didn't know that they had a space program. Oh yeah, yeah. India's India's up there. All right. Which is funny because that random headline, or I'm not random headline, but that this day in history and that guy that massacred all those Indians yeah. said that they would never amount to anything. Well. They got like a space program. There's 1.6 billion people there and they have nukes, you know. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you have nukes, what else matters, you know. Yes. Anyway, they had a satellite. Mm-hmm. And rather than like, do you know how to do, you know how they decommission a satellite? They just kind of position it to right. They try to calculate it so it'll it'll just fall. go into the ocean. Right. So an orbit is a controlled fall. Right. So all you got to do is throw off the orbit a little bit. It'll hit the atmosphere right. and burn up. Mm-hmm. They decided, hey, what a great way to test a missile. Ah. We're gonna launch a missile to destroy our satellite. Fun. 
creating <laughs> tens of thousands of pieces of space junk now in the same orbit as the International Space Station. Oh. And NASA is fucking pissed. <laughs> is that what caused the hole in the space station? <laughs> no, that was an actual Indian like, guy with a drill. Like little... little <laughs> On a space walk. Little heads up next time. Yeah, dude. <laughs> they freaking... They're just like, hey, we got this new missile. I think that we should uh, we should try it, and we have this satellite we're not using anymore. You know, let's let's just send it up there. Like, there so, wasn't anybody on the team that's like, isn't there other stuff up there? Maybe that guy. Like, don't we have maybe other that satellites? guy in nineteen nineteen? You know, maybe he, maybe he was onto something. I don't. I don't know, man. That uh, was uh, so. Wait, what ended up happening? It just nothing. went into bajillion pieces. Yeah, and- they said satellite shattered into pieces. Many of them large enough to pose a danger to the space station. Look, they have to be like the size of a grain of sand to be a danger to the space station, right? right. I mean, uh, astronaut Kelly talks oh. about that all the time. Like, right. you'll be sleeping and you hear like king 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 king, and it's little pieces of space dust hitting the space station. Right. Uh, anyway, so they have a whole team of engineers that track space junk so that the space station can maneuver out of its way. Right. These are large enough to pose a danger, but not large enough to track. So at any time, it could just, like, yeah, it says it's unclear how many pieces of debris were created. Yeah. Oh, shit. How do you you count that? (laughs) They should have sent up a second (laughs) missile to to count it. Oh, man. Oh, man, India, that was a boner move, man. That was a big mistake. That's (laughs) That's <laughs> what are they thinking? I don't know. That's it's, and you know what sucks is they don't have like uh, Star Trek shields or anything up no, there no. Or, or lasers no. or or machine guns. They don't so, have anything. Oh, they have an animation of it, just like Womp. yeah. So it sent a bunch of debris one direction. Yeah, anyway. Nobody videoed it. Like <laughs> right, you Put do a all that. Like, yeah, that. for real. Yeah, show it to the flat earthers. My goodness. Yeah, I'm sure India <laughs> is in. They're in some deep shit with NASA right now. NASA's, what. NASA's on the phone. Like, listen, um, listen, guys. <laughs> you done messed up. <laughs> <laughs> Next time you need a satellite decommission, let us know. Yeah, we'll take care of we'll it. We'll just go on a spacewalk, and an astronaut can just push it <laughs> into the atmosphere. <laughs> it really doesn't take much. Yeah. It's a little, <laughs> little thrust. Yeah. Oh, man. There's no atmosphere out there. That sucks. Right. What else? I don't know. Is that it? I think that's it. You have something. Eh, we'll do it later. Okay. Cool. <laughs> well, thanks for being with us. On episode 50. Big five zero. We are over the hill. Yeah. That's exciting. I'm, I'm glad we got to 50. Oh, my computer's freezing. Cool. There we go. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. Thanks for being you on know, episode 50 with us. People back in the day didn't even live this long. This That's is true. Way past the life expectancy of someone in the 1776. Right. <laughs> You'll right back to the declaration. I don't even think they had podcasts that went that long back then. <laughs> no, I mean, like the Declaration of Independence was half written. Yeah, on a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, it's April 13th. It's episode 50. Find us on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at the Pod. Thanks for being here. I'm Brian. Uh, I'm Spencer. We'll see you next time.